Boom! What's going on, everyone? I'm Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Steel, founder of Advantage Diecast, welcoming you to the warehouse on another episode of Toy Talk. America's favorite brew. It first began in the 19th century. During the mid-1800s, German immigrants settled in St. Louis. They brought along with them an industry that would be a big impact on America. They introduced lager beer. In 1843, a soap maker named Eberhard Anheuser migrated to St. Louis, Missouri. With no experience in brewing, he became part owner of the Bavarian. In 1860, he went and bought out his investors in the brewery, and then he changed the name to Anheuser and Company. Adolphus Busch arrived in the United States as an immigrant from Germany in 1857. By 1861, he had met and married Lily Anheuser. I bet you can guess who she was. After serving in the Union Army during the Civil War, Adolphus Bush went to work in his father-in-law's brewery. Slowly, he brewed and built a brand name, beer, that would become the most iconic brand in the nation. The introduction of lager beer to the United States by Adolphus Bush during the mid-19th century forever changed the landscape of brewing beer from the small neighborhood breweries to large industry that it is today. Budweiser was introduced to the United States in 1876 when the E. Anheuser Brewing Association of St. Louis, Missouri introduced Budweiser Lager Beer. Founded in 1860 by Eberhard Anheuser, the company was renamed the Anheuser-Busch Brewing Association in 1879. Recognizing the contribution and the leadership of then-president Adolphus Bush. Things progressed nicely into the 1870s. However, preservation and shipment of beer was a real problem. But Anheuser-Busch overcame the problem by becoming the first brewery to use pasteurization. Also in the 1870s, Bush used artificial refrigeration, refrigerated rail cars, and railside ice-housed cars to transport their beer. Together, all of these innovations led to Budweiser to become the first nationally distributed beer brand in America. In 1876, Bush and his friend Carl Conrad created the name Budweiser for their American-style lager. It would later become the brand name of the brewery. The word Budweiser comes from the name Budweiss, meaning it was made in Budweiss. In 1901, Anheuser-Busch sold over 1 million barrels of beer, making the company one of the nation's leading breweries. In the past, breweries would only ship their beer to taverns and saloons in kegs, which wasn't a problem until the owners of the saloons and taverns 
figured out they were able to pour out the good product and replace it with cheap beer while still charging the good beer high price. Since this practice was seen as a big problem, Bush decided it was too risky and too easy to be caught for fraud. So, what to do? Simple. Have the beer shipped in glass bottles with sealed bottle caps on them. This bottling process grew so much that in 1972, Bush had designed a perfect bottling line and would process 40,000 bottles of beer per day. That's a lot of beer bottled every day, isn't it? This brings us to today. Today, Budweiser has breweries in 12 locations in the United States and more than 50 breweries worldwide. Budweiser is still a world-leading innovator in the industry in brewing, bottling, and transportation. Transportation of Budweiser has evolved over the years, and in the 1970s, Peterbilt 352s with van trailers were in use hauling beer to distributors. Like the Pete 352 model, I have to review here. This is Iconic Replicas 1979 Peterbilt 352 Pacemaker COE Tractor with dry van trailer, probably a 40 foot, that's about what it looks like, for Budweiser, the king of beers. Comes in Iconic Replicas packaging with a window box and a plastic two-piece blister that is clear on one side and black on the other. The rest of the packaging is pretty fancy. It is made, it says Peterbilt Trademarks licensed by Packard. Anheuser-Busch licensed by, or the Budweiser is licensed by Anheuser-Busch. Made in Bangladesh, guys. Made in Bangladesh. Not made in China. So, for those guys who want something not made in China, here you go. For those guys who want something made in America, there's not very much for you. Now, that's plastic in the back and clear in the front, black in the back. And these guys just have those buttons that press in and pop out. And they're also pretty stiff, but that's a good thing because it keeps it from popping out on you. And you're losing your toy. I'd rather have these packages a little hard to get into than my toys just falling everywhere. Now, I like their packaging. It does a real nice job protecting the trucks. Now, let's set the tractor back a little so we can talk about the trailer first. Now, this looks to be about a 40-foot trailer in 43rd scale, which is what this uh, truck is supposed to be. It's an all-plastic trailer, although it does have soft rubber tires on 10-hole chrome wheels. Yeah, they could have done a better job on these wheels, but they're pretty nice. It does look like it has a nice tread pattern. It has great graphics. That is a great silkscreen printed-on graphic on the trailer. It says Budweiser, King of Beers, and the Budweiser logo. The rest of the sides are all plastic. It does have landing gear here that does not come down. It's fixed in the up position. Underneath 
has a kingpin that's set up for their style tractors. Probably be hard to hitch this trailer to anything else. But you can see that pretty nice tread on the back. It has spring suspension and it looks like it has the ability to slide, but it doesn't. It's just got the bars. It rep replicates it very well. And then they're just screwed on with two screws to the bottom of the trailer. Be pretty easy to open this thing up and take it out. Maybe do some more with it. Roof of the trailer is just all gray. Going around to the back here. It does have caution. Budweiser powered on the mud flaps. <laughs> the Budweiser King of Beers logo on the one door. The hinges and the cam locks and latches are all tampoed in silver. Trailer number of 5472 and two individual jewel style brake lights on each side. And then there's your bumper back there. Also, up underneath, I don't know if you can see it. I don't know if I'll be able to see it. There is a license plate up underneath and another set of brake lights behind this set of brake lights. That's kind of weird how they did that. But you can see it. There's a license plate in there. Not exactly the way I would have done it. Round on the passenger side looks just like the driver's side. Beautiful, beautiful Budweiser graphics. And the front of the trailer has the trailer number and the Budweiser logo. Now we'll set that aside and pick up the cab. Now you can see it droops without the tra tractor. But in this scale, you're probably never going to set the trailer off without the tractor. So I don't think that's going to be a big problem. Now you can see here. This has much, much better wheels. I should have used these wheels on the trailer. But it is a die-cast cab, die-cast frame, whereas the trailer was all plastic. There are plastic parts in the cab, though. The wheels are nice, nice ten-hole buds with red center caps on the rear and black center caps on the front. Fuel tanks are red with silver bands. The quarter fenders are chrome-plated. Really nice. Then you've got your uh, dual exhausts. And they are chrome-plated muffler and then the tailpipe. Right there, there's a grab bar on this one's heat shield. So you could climb up to hitch up to your tra trailer. Get your ICC, your net weight, your gross weight, and other numbers painted there on the toolbox door. Truck unit number of 1836. And then the Budweiser Anheuser-Busch logo on the door. And up underneath the mirror, it says Bud Man has hard plastic windows and nice chrome grab bar and chrome mirrors. Also on this side, there's a chrome spotlight up there so you could shine back and see your trailer or shine forward. There's a battery box and two air tanks, chrome antenna, nice silver step. There's a marker light there and a Peterbilt logo. Really nice job they did on this tractor. Round to the front you can see another license plate it's a i'm sure it's a different number because it's the way they've been doing all of theirs individual photo etched now those are photo etched windshield wipers so be careful with them they could flip off easily two little chrome pieces so that you could grab and pull yourself up and wash your windows which this needs a cleaning but that's okay big pewter belt logo there uh black grill with chrome a ring around it for Peterbilt. Truck number, 
classic sh- uh, curved down graphics that was classic Peterbilt of the 70s. Individual jewel style headlights that have the sealed beam pattern on them, as well as individual jewel styled um, driving lights there in the bumpers. Now the headlights are in chrome piece and chrome surrounds that are mounted to the cab, just like the real ones would be. And then the bumper is a nice tapered bumper that's chrome plated, really sharp. Really, really like this truck. It is nice. There's also up top here a nice white extra piece that is the visor. It's not, nope. Yep, it's an extra separate piece that's put on. Really sharp. Over here on the passenger side looks very much like the driver's side, only it's got the window here and the extra mirror here. Oh, forgot to mention, up here you got your turn signals that are chrome pieces and then they're painted orange to look like they're orange turn signals. Grab bar, because there's no battery box step here, that has got this loop step that's right here, step into the cab. Behind it is the air intake, I mean the air cleaner that comes from the air intake which is up on the roof. That was something Peterbilt did. I don't really know why they did that with air cab overs they ran the air intake right through the sleeper on the back you can see those caution Budweiser powered mud flaps really nice fifth wheel that's set up for their trailers you could probably set up an, a different trailer to it but it's really for their trailers chrome quarter fenders you see the straps across for the fuel tanks there's a cutout in the back of the cab and then the dual exhaust with the brackets there that mount them. Really nice, really, really nice job they did on this truck. Also, you can see that vintage tread pattern. Definitely could have done better on the tread pattern, but I'll take what I can get. And a truck this size that's die cast, it's a heavy truck, it's a really nice tractor. Again, we could add better trailers, but in this scale, pretty much plastic trailers are the, are the norm in 43rd scale. Underneath, no steering of any kind, so the truck just pretty much will roll straight. Air intake, uh, air tanks, air cleaner, bottom of the transmission and engine detail, and the IXO right there. So this is the IXO tooling that they have released before. It's a transmission to the first differential and a transmission to the second on the rear axles. It's got a nice air ride suspension detail underneath and nice front spring ride suspension with uh, tie rod overall a really really nice job on this truck and neo let this truck go earlier and just a plain paint job and then iconic replicas contracted them to make this nice budweiser and they added a trailer that neo didn't now to hitch these guys up with this style of kingpin you have to turn the truck 90 degrees to the trailer or the trailer 90 degrees to the truck and then you can hitch it up and there it is guys the 1979 Peterbilt 352 86-inch single bunk cab over engine tractor pulling a 40-foot dry van trailer for Budweiser, the king of beers. It's an Anheuser-Busch truck. These things were all over the road back in the 70s. Really cool. Just think, years ago, Budweiser was hauled by then state-of-the-art railroad cars. And now, look at that Peterbilt I just reviewed. Beer transportation has sure come a long way in the last 100 years. 
I wonder what the next 100 years of transportation will bring us. Hey guys, don't forget, go on and grab my report on model scales. I know, I'm mainly 64 scale, but I do talk about other scales from time to time, like this 43rd scale Peterbilt truck. So use the link below and get caught up on all the various scales that are out there. If you like this video, please go on and give it a big thumbs up to let YouTube know as it helps me out so much. Also, if you haven't already, go on and tap the subscribe button and ring the bell next to it so that you don't miss any of my videos that I release every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Guys, I truly appreciate each and every one of you way more than I can ever express. You guys make my channel what it is. I'm Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Skill, and I've got to close up Advantage Diecast's Southside Warehouse doors on another episode of Toy Talk.